Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chad Brady Show. It is Wednesday. Hope everyone is doing well. Listen, never trust anybody that is seemingly getting paid to tell you what someone else thinks. Does that make sense to you? Now, it's one thing when you get paid for talking about what you believe. That's not great. That's not the best scenario. But never trust somebody that's getting paid to tell you what a party believes or what a company believes or what a person believes because you know what? That, that, that's right there. That is a shill. That is bought and paid for. You can't trust that person. You say, well, Chad, you get paid and you, you talk about the things you believe in. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I, over the years, I've been accused of things like people say, well, you know, Glenn Beck tells everybody to blaze what to say. No, he doesn't. He never has. Never has. Um, I, I've never had a conversation with Glenn Beck over what somebody should say. Glenn doesn't care. Glenn's, toward, Glenn's too concerned with the stuff he's got to say, okay? Uh, nobody here has ever called me on the carpet and said, Chad, we need you to put this message out there. Nobody's ever done that. They've never done that, and they never will. And you know what? If they do, I won't be here because that's not how I operate. I, for years, have told you the things I believe, things that are convictions, things that I think matter, things that I think will shape your life, that will help your thinking, that will rearrange your goals and your focus. I've told you these things for years. And you know what? For years, I did it for free. People are like, man, I miss you sitting in the cab of your truck talking. That's right. I, I still do those things every now and then. I do them for fun. You know why? Because nobody's ever freaking paid me for doing that. I never got paid, Chris, for sitting in my truck and talking to the dashboard, ever. And I get it. They're fun. They're funny. We have a good time with that. But even then, I was telling you a lot about what I believe, what I thought was important in life. I told you my convictions, and it didn't make a dime off of it. Now, it's beautiful that I was able to translate that into, you know, getting some income out of it. And being able to make a living by, by running my mouth and talking to you. Um, but nobody's ever paid me to say something. They've never paid me to tell you something that I've had to change what I believe. Now, if I do that, I want you to call me on it because that means I'm a sellout. That's, that's the definition of a sellout. I can tell you I will one day be able to stand before God, and I don't think he'll ask me this question, but if he does, I'll be able to say with a straight face, God, I never sold out my convictions. You can go back 10 years and still hear the record of the things that I said then. My convictions have never changed. Now, the reason I'm bringing all this up is because you're getting bombarded with assholes. Assholes who are paid to tell you what the party line is. They're trying to manipulate your thinking and make you believe for instance, that Gen Z, you know, that the, the, the 20-somethings, the 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds, your kids and grandkids, that they are sick to death of conservative values. They're being paid to tell you that the future is the Joe Biden administration, that that Biden is doing a hell of a job. He's doing great. That you shouldn't believe what your eyes and your ears and your bank accounts telling you, but America is stronger than ever. That we have um, integrity in the White House. We have um, a lower inflation. We're being fiscally responsible. We're being globally aware and taking care of our business uh, to other nations of the world. These kids are out there trying to tell you this nonsense, and we're lapping it up because just like always, we start believing because that's what is getting pushed out there. We start believing that's the reality. Bullshit's not the reality. It's not the reality. Everything that I said just a minute ago, all those things I listed off, in your heart, you both chuckled and you wept because you knew that I was being facetious and sarcastic. You knew that. 
But if you listen to these kids, if you listen to Gen Z, these kids who are getting paid to tell you about an alternate reality, guess what? You'd think everything's just hunky-dory. And we need four more years of Joe Biden. Well, I don't believe that. So, play that very first clip for me, please. What's the deal with you? Because everybody says you're, like, paid by the DNC. Everybody says you're shills, right? Or a lot of people. Not everybody. But there's a a group of people on the internet saying that because you guys scream at your phone. You have very passionate videos about that you love Biden, who's a man of, what, 70 years your senior? How old is he? He's, he's 80 now, I think. He's 80. Can you That's move right. the mics closer if you're going to be that quiet? I mean, you've yeah, never been that quiet in your life. Oh, sorry. We're okay. real loud now. All you do is yell. Yeah, and this right. is like, now you're and being now like soft-spoken and quiet <laughs> and considerate. All, you, literally, all you've done is scream. Now, Tim Dillon, who is a comedian, uh, has him on his podcast. He's got Chris Mowry. And Harry Sisson. These are the kids we've been playing in the last week with their hair going everywhere, screaming at the phone, telling you how, you know, we're sick of Republicans. We're tired of your crap. We're coming for you. We're not afraid of you. And we're going to get you. And in 2024, these punks didn't even know authoritatively how freaking old Joe Biden is. He said, how old is he now? I mean, he's he's 437 years older than you guys. Why do you why does he appeal? Oh, he's I think he's 80. Um, we, and he's like, if you're going to be that quiet, pull the microphone over closer to you. Because when you put them on the carpet and they have to speak for themselves, they don't have anything to say. They don't have anything to say. This is all scripted out for them. Now, again, I've yelled at my camera phone for years. I'll do it again today and tomorrow. I'll do it week after week as long as you'll tune in and listen. I'll yell at my camera phone for you, but I don't get paid for that. I don't get paid for that. These kids do. Play the next clip for me, please. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, it's it's actually really hard in this space, right? Like, we have, like, 45 seconds to record a video, keep right. people's attention. And a lot of the people on our side, like, if they start hearing, like, I've actually done it before. I've, I've criticized, like, a Democrats, like, specifically Hakeem Jeffries, and it, it all just went south. Like, I started losing followers. Like, it's bad, right? And I really want to be that person that, like, reaches the other side because Democrats, I mean— they're horrible at their jobs, right? They do a lot of sh- shitty things, although I'll vote for them all the time. Um, but it, it's also hard in the space to criticize That's a them. good, can we clip yeah. that quote? They're horrible please at their don't. jobs. Please, they do God, shitty please, things. please don't, please don't, please don't, don't, please don't clip that. Please, no, no. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait, what did you just say? What? I mean, that would be the equivalent of me saying, um, and meaning it. Now we we have a hard we give folks a hard time around here, but uh, that's that's saying the quiet part out loud. That would be me uh, saying, yeah, Glenn Beck doesn't know what he's talking about. Exactly. Uh, Glenn Beck, Pat Gray, you know Stubergear, those guys get on here. They don't believe a damn word. Yeah. I mean, it's a shit show around the blaze. Yeah. And you clip that out, yeah. and you took that soundbite and said, Chad Prather says it's a shit show at the blaze. That nobody there truly believes what they're saying. That's what this Maori kid just said. He said, you know what? The Democrats are horrible in their messaging. They don't know what they don't know what they're doing. So it's up to us in our 40 seconds to get it right. The idea that you have so much importance in your life as a 20-year-old kid to think that the DNC is writing a, a the 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 political po- party that's in power in the United States they, is riding on your punk ass shoulders as you scream in your living room or your automobile into your cell phone. <laughs> These kids believe that they're delusional. You know why? Because they don't truly believe what they've been screaming at you. 
They don't. Their messaging is inauthentic. They're not coming from a place of conviction. They're coming from a place of a check, a bank account. They're getting paid. They're sending out invoices. They're shills. Tim Dillon says that. He literally used the word shill. And you know what? I'd never seen that actual clip before I said it. And I was like, yeah, you just some people think of you as shills. I'm going to raise my hand because I think you're one of them. I think you're a shill. I invite you boys, Chris, Harry, to come sit on this couch right here. Show this empty couch. We've got a big, wide-ass spot right here. It's loaded up. It's a space for hypocrites right here. We'll sit them down. I'll love to have a conversation. Now, I will not be as nice to you as Tim is. I'll be like your daddy should have been. And I'm going to spank your ass all over this studio because you are doing something that is an atrocity when it, you're a hypocrite. Let's put it that way. You're a hypocrite. What you're saying is inauthentic. You are leading people astray. You can't even defend your positions. And so I would welcome you to come on the show. The invitation is here. Harry Sisson, Chris Mowry, Mowry, however you say your stupid name, I am inviting you to join me right here in studio, or let's get on a Skype call. Come on the show, and let's talk about your inauthentic shillness. Is that a word? It is now. Let's talk about your shillness, okay? Do we have one more clip of these boys? Because I think Tim does a pretty good job of mopping your ass up, too. Play the clip. Almost certain coup. Putin's ousted. He knows that. Or... That's, they leave and say, sorry, our bad. Or the second option, they use <laughs> nuclear weapons or they continue to fight in Ukraine. We've done nothing to bring about any resolution here where Russia can save face and we can have some type of solution. It seems like it's a very foolhardy foreign policy to isolate Russia in the way that we have and basically give them two options. Absolute total defeat mm. or... God forbid them using a, a nuclear weapon or the continuation of this war and the death of more Ukrainians. Well, to Here we be go. clear, the United States and Ukraine have reached out to Russia to have peace talks. Yeah, like pretty, we've, we've, they've tried extensively. And on your I, China it's point, actually been reported that we've discouraged no, peace talks. I think, that's, I think that's, that's, no, that's I, actually been fakeness, incredibly fakeness. reported. Not, it's not, incredibly not reported. Because that, that source, right, I think Boris Johnson went to uh, Ukraine and talked to Zelensky or something. Well, first of all, we're the United States. NATO, we are giving them all the money. We're giving them all the weapons. How hard are we pushing peace talks if we're literally flooding the country with what we're not requiring them we should literally say well, you well, need to have peace talks or we're not going to fund I, this war I, with no end in I sight. think the idea was that we're not gonna like start talking peace until Russia agrees to you know stop just mass murdering civilians it's, and an unreal, war it's a war and that's unrealistic okay, you have then, to come then, to the table right. exactly well Exactly. So, so we, I'm just we saying, want, when you're talking about sanity, you say Donald Trump's a lunatic. I might agree with you, but I see four years of Donald Trump. We're not in a lot of foreign entanglements. We're not on the verge of a real problem with Russia and China, to be honest. I'm seeing right now this bellicose foreign policy led by neocons, war hawks, who are now all on the Democratic side. Bill Kristol hates Donald Trump. Mm. All of these guys that supported the Iraq war hate Donald Trump. They are now all... A parrot chicks for Biden's administration. They're on MSNBC. They are pushing war. They are pushing the continuation of not only this war, they're pushing maybe further conflicts with China. So to me, when you talk about sanity, I say to myself, that seems insane. Okay. Now, I don't know how close these kids were to chopping their dicks off, but Tim went ahead and chopped them off for them. Okay. Because again, they're pandering lies out there. 
Tim calls it the way it is. I mean, again, you you got these neocons, you got these warhawks, you you've got the uniparty that's out there pushing for furtherance of war and aggression. They're not doing anything, and and it's almost like if I could summarize you, Tim. Um, and I don't want to put words in your mouth or take anything out of the context there, but it's almost like a, a guy like Donald Trump, who you may not care too much for, but it was almost like there was a little bit through all of the hoopla and the media crap that you had to hear about Donald Trump. There was a little bit of common sense. There was a little bit of common sense on how to deal with things on a global scale. And you didn't rush into things and you didn't see war as a way to make money. You didn't see uh, a way to uh, decrease deficits and, and bring stuff inflation down by, by more and more endless wars. But now that the American Uniparty is back in power in the way that they are, left unfettered with no speed bumps, with no caution at all, they can run roughshod into these nightmares and escalate things not only with Russia in Ukraine and wherever else, but also with China and with Taiwan. It's a hap. You look at this thing and you go, man, that is really a haphazard geopolitical foreign policy. What the hell's going on? And I tell you, as I've told you so many times before, it's what they want. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when Harry and Chris are screaming at the camera and all of these other people are doing their nonsensical things and, and we're looking at the, 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 the lies that are being peddled and the world that is being manipulated and shaped and they're really twisting the matrix here in order to give you a whole new false sense of reality. I just, I just think of one phrase. I'm ready to fucking die. Are you? Like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to die. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. At this stage in the game, like, you guys are playing games with lives and, and populations and um, global economies, and you're playing with all this stuff, and it's like, you can yell all you want. You can lie all you want. You can cash all the checks. Me, I'm ready to die. I've made my peace. I've lived my life, and I'm not going to sacrifice who I am or continue to put up with the lies and the BS out there in order to appease some political party or some big cabal that's out there or some, you know, economic forum or anything else to try to bring some kind of sense of, uh, oh, here we are, we're the ones in power and you better believe what we say or else. I'm ready to die. I'm willing to put my words out there against yours and prove to you that my words stand for something. And it ain't just about money. So... Take that for what you want. But guys, until you get ready to die and you believe in something so strongly that you're ready to die, we're all screwed. We're all screwed. And uh, I don't like the idea, but I don't. But here we are. This is the world we're living in, folks. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of the agendas and the narratives being crammed down people's face. And it's time we own them. We own them. I don't care if it's the Uniparty. I don't care if it's the Republican Party, the progressive left, the Democrats. I don't care what it is. In corporate America, it's time for you and me with a little bit of common sense to own them and take our world back. All right, guys, listen, it's no secret that there's been a war on comedy lately. That's for sure. I wish we could take that back. Uh, you're not allowed to joke about anything these days. Well, Blaze TV is embarking on a mission to save comedy and impact the culture and we're launching this mission this thursday may 4th by releasing our first ever full-length comedy film the movie is called reopening 
It is a mockumentary, and it follows the cast and crew of a small community theater theater as a struggle to reopen during the heart of COVID-19's pandemic. Now, it's a brilliant work of satire, very, very funny, uh, uses a ton of humor to expose and ridicule the insanity that swept through the nation during the pandemic, and we knew that our audience at The Blaze were going to absolutely love it, so we're thrilled to be delivering it to you this week. Join us on Thursday, May 4th at uh, 8 Eastern for the premiere of Reopening. We're going to be streaming a live pre-show that I'm going to be hosting on YouTube and Facebook with members of the cast, but the movie itself will be available exclusively on Blaze TV. So in order to join the fun, you got to head over to blazetv.com slash reopening, and you can use code reopening to get $20 off your subscription. That's blazetv.com slash reopening. Use promo code reopening for $20 off. We'll be right back. I know, I know you guys get all uh, worked up when I get fired up. It's okay. You'll survive. You'll survive. Um, and yeah, when I say I'm ready to die, I, uh, you know, the death part is one thing. It's the, it's the actual dying. You don't want to do that slowly. You know, that's, you don't want that long and drug out. But uh, I'm telling you, I, I, listen, I've always said you better be willing to stand by the things you say. And you better be able to, you know, at least stand up to them. And if you're wrong, say you're wrong. Be willing to do that. Um, most people aren't willing to do that anymore. And it's funny. Now, you go to Twitter, you go to Harry Sisson's um, page. You can't reply back to him. You see the screenshot right there. You, you can't reply back to this kid. And I know some of you are going, who cares about this kid? You better care. You better care. These are the voices that are going to influence the next generation. They're already doing it. You think, you, you, how, many of you, how many of you parents and grandparents are out there going, you know, I just don't feel like I'm getting through to my kids? Uh, somebody is. They're listening to somebody. And these kids like this, they pose a threat. Now, if somebody's going to try to influence a generation um, and say they're going to come for me, because that's literally what they've said over and over. We're going to come for you. Uh, you Republicans, you conservatives, uh, we're coming for you. And in 2024, we're going to beat you and we're eradicating you. We're getting rid of you. Um, I'd like to be able to have a conversation with that person. I mean, what did I do to you? I'd like, and when you block it down where I can't even talk to you, I got a problem with that. You should have a problem with that too. Now, you take that and because again, Somebody, so I, I'll do I'll do paid partnerships with somebody every now and then. Like right now, we do uh, 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 different organizations that I try to do things with, whether they're paid or not. But I always talk to the organization. I say, okay, so if I make a promo for you on social media, is there a certain way you want me to do it? Now, there's no question about it that these kids, if uh, if they're shutting down your ability to reply to them on social media somebody's okaying that and it's the person signing their checks which means that organization which ultimately leads back to the dnc somebody is shutting down conversation i don't know about you but i don't think i want to live in a country where where the powers that are in control are able to shut down conversation i want to be able to push back but again he can't handle the pushback because he can't defend himself he can't defend himself um yeah i uh I don't know if you guys saw what the Navy's doing. Oh, by the way, before we get into that, Dog the Bounty Hunter was right. 
He was right. I mean, we have dog. See, that's the way this show goes. I say things and they come to pass. Um, kind of weird. It's almost like people should listen to what I got to say, right? Uh, it's almost like people should pay attention to my words. So um, the, uh, oh, and fix the clock on that thing if you can. The, uh, I, I'm, I'm sitting there going, you know, we talked to dog and like within hours they picked that guy up, you know? They, they, it's like, boom, there he is. And so we'll find out more on that. Now, I don't know if you guys know this. Before we get back into the Navy thing, because that's kind of a funny deal. But the Biden administration, I wanted to talk about this yesterday, because uh, this is relative to what happened with that shooting and now uh, catching this illegal. Uh, the Biden administration sends 1,500 troops to the southern border ahead of expected surge. Oh, no. Well, it must be campaigning time. Uh it, you know, and by the way, Joe Biden's going to have his first fundraiser next week. That's their plan. Campaign fundraiser. I don't know if it's a car wash or a lemonade stand, but he's doing it. And uh, but uh, they sent 1500 troops because that's that's, <laughs> you know, the Title 42 Trump era public health order that allowed for the immediate expulsion of illegal immigrants is set to be repealed on May 11th. So get ready, folks. Get ready. And they're predicting as many as 11,000 crossings a day. So the troops are going to perform administrative and logistical functions, leaving law enforcement to the Border Patrol, but freeing up border agents to actively police the border and apprehend migrants, according to uh, Fox News. Military personnel will join 2,500 National Guard troops already assisting at the border. Uh, boy, a wall would be helpful. I mean, a, a wall in, in as many places as possible would be helpful and no i know you can't build a wall all the way across the southern united states but again there's a i, I promise you i've been many times to the southern border many times I, i've been in every state that touches mexico i've been to the border i've been all across texas new mexico arizona california trust me when i tell you there are places where you literally you there's a fence and then it ends and you can walk around it it's right there i i have stood there at the rio grande uh, with with my feet in the water, so to speak, uh, looking across a very shallow place in the river, looking at Mexicans waving across the deal, <laughs> just ready to come across whenever they want. But if you're talking about, you know, anywhere from 11,000 to, to 12,000 crossings a day. Now, my question there is, if you put that many troops on the border, are they going to help stop the flow of illegals coming across or are they actually going to serve to aid the illegals coming across because i just question the motives not of the troops but of the administration sending them there so is this a way to get border patrol and law enforcement out of the way so that they have a bigger flow into the u.s we'll see how that plays out and god knows i hope i'm wrong I hope I'm wrong because you you think that this shooting in Cleveland, Texas, where this guy with cartel tattoos goes next door and shoots up a, a Honduran family that are that are the neighbors there. Um, if you think that type of story is not only atrocious, but should never happen. Now, let's start multiplying exponentially more and more. Now, I understand 
you know, Donald Trump, he got in trouble when he said that well, there were rapists and murderers coming across the border. And, they, you know, the, that's another thing. You've got to be careful who is getting paid to manipulate the story and change the matrix. Because what he was talking about, as you well know, in the context was MS-13 gang members. That's who Donald Trump was talking about. He wasn't talking about, you know, uh, Miguel and Consuela who made their way all the way up from El Salvador and they're just looking for freedom and amnesty. That's not, you know, that's not what he was talking about. He's talking about MS-13 gang members. And uh, if you want to understand what's truly going on at the southern border, you got to understand what's happening with these cartels. And there are some bad characters coming across. We've already shown you the images, the video, all that stuff of Chinese nationals that, again, somehow found a wormhole from Beijing to Juarez. And, and they're coming across. Uh, and in many cases, they are being apprehended. But and people say, see, they're being apprehended. Look at that. You showed a video of them being apprehended. Yeah, but how many are getting across? The fact that they're there. We're showing you the fact that they're there. Yes, some of them are being apprehended. But that doesn't mean they're, they're apprehending all of them. And again, this guy that murdered this family, uh, the members of this family the other day, uh, last Friday night, he's been deported five times. He kept coming back across. So anyway, uh, but don't worry, guys, sending troops down, sending troops down. Now, I, I know that the Navy um, is using a drag queen ambassador to try to help recruit potential candidates amid a military recruiting crisis. Now, I'll save all the Navy jokes there. And I got plenty of Navy friends, and I'll save the Navy jokes for that. But I just know that the drag queens have a hard time winning battles against the, uh, the uh, school boards, much less the Taliban. So, ah, I don't know. You know, I can just imagine, you know, get on USS Ronald Reagan, and we're going to have drag queen story hour. And we're going to read to all the sailors. I don't know how all that works, but I do know that we're in trouble. I mean, you have a, a, you know, a member of Joe Biden's cabinet who's calling for all electric vehicles in the military in the next 10 years. And now the Navy, the Navy's goal, uh, I mean, is to recruit drag queens, is, is to try to find, I mean, what, what are we going after here? What are we, what... I mean, that really oozes military might. I mean, this, it gives a whole new meaning to Top Gun, all right? It really does. It really does. When, 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 Maverick, when, Ice, when Iceman says to Maverick, you can be my wingman anytime, he says, oh, no, you can be mine. You know, very homoerotic. Chad, that's wing person, excuse me? <laughs> wing person. Yeah. Yeah, you can't say words like that anymore. In fact, they're changing that, too. Uh, don't forget, guys, do not forget that you can't use the word man. In fact, Google's new inclusive language dossier is banning the staff from using things like man hours or you guys. You know, I like I sometimes like every now and then, you know, I try to respect someone's gender. I, I try to. You know, if you're a female, I try to refer to you as a lady or a woman. You know, I just got retweeted and re-Instagrammed whatever shared by Lauren Boebert, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. And I try to, you know, I try to be a respecter of persons in that regard. Don't have to, but I try to be. You know, if I'm texting my kids in a group text, you know, and I've got three older daughters, I try not to say, how are you guys doing? I love you guys. Now, they know it, but they're not guys. You know, I try to be careful whenever I'm uh, 
at a show and people come up and they want to take a picture with me and I say, it's great to see you guys. And it's a group of ladies. I try to be sensitive and say, it's great to see you ladies. You understand what I'm saying? But that's one thing. That's just being, I don't know, maybe genteel, conscientious, if you will. But this is bullshit, right? I can't, I can't refer to, and of course it's the United Kingdom. It always starts in Britain. It always starts in Europe and then it carries over to the U.S., but, you know, man hours, things like that. We, we don't want you to use, um, you know, again, they've already banned whitelist and black hole and blacklist and black box. And <laughs> I got jokes, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, use non-gendered language such as everyone or folks. <laughs> Oh, I mean, really, I, while you guys are running Google, you know, the world's biggest search engine and a holder of the information superhighway, please, let's make sure that no one gets offended by being called you guys. Oh, my God. I'm over it. I told you I'm ready to die. Uh, if I die tonight, it was an accident. All right. Folks, let's face it. You go out and you get a coffee, five bucks, you know, whatever. You don't even have to add stuff to it. Um, it's expensive, right? Your bank account somehow always depleting. We're officially entered into a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but but they're you know priced differently based on the brand name. So you never know. Even if you buy a duplicate, it's still going to be uh, expensive, right? I mean, everything. Um, everything's expensive so here's the deal sometimes you buy the knockoff brands and you regret it but i want to tell you something that's not a knockoff brand even though you might think that it is and that's raycon wireless earbuds now raycon's a premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want when you want without breaking the bank you can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big name tech brands it's but again they're great quality so i want you to go to buyraycon.com slash watch chad today get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com slash watch chad get 15 percent off where Go to buyraycon.com slash watch chat. We'll be right back. All right, all right. I'm worked up, but I got a right to be worked up about some of this stuff. It's nonsense. Uh, let's see. Where do we want to go? Let's talk some more about it. Okay, folks, the capture of the American psyche by a psychopathic set of influences well, it often leads us into the wilderness of despair. I mean, you hear the things I'm talking about, and you're like, can we ever win in this nonsensical situation? Now, it oftentimes will lead you to a righteous indignation, an unquenchable fury. I know, listen, when we see this intellectual and just spiritual effrontery being foisted upon young developing minds of our children, for instance. And we often wish to drag out the storied wood chipper we've talked about in the past and just unroll a long extension cord and fire that baby up. Look, you can't blame a boy for dreaming about these things. But with topics like the one I'm about to give you today, sometimes, honestly, you just kind of have to laugh. Now, this is an area of our society where we've decided to play... Um, you know, the six degrees from reality. So here's the deal, folks. 
Literature throughout history is replete with examples of women pretending to be men in order to join in the ranks of some military service and fight alongside the dudes. Now, the story has been told comically, tragically, every other way possible, and with every possible pure mutation. So the concept's not new to us, all right? And that's already one degree of separation from reality, but why stop there? Now, we're going to add the wrinkle that the person in question believes themselves to be the opposite sex, or at least claims to. Now, that's nuttier than squirrel turds, of course, and something we ought to probably never allow to come anywhere near our actual (laughs) armed forces. Yeah, I said it. I mean, since it's a little too silly to even really belong in fiction, uh, why not? Let's make it reality. Now, let's just bring along the spirit of the ShamWow guy and say, but wait! There's more! Increasing our separation from reality, which I will repeat, is a really bad idea when you're literally dealing with the men and women who go out into the world to kill people and blow stuff up in the name of freedom, as is their job. Increasing that separation, let us now presume, to dictate to the dying form of common sense that not only is someone posing as a member of the opposite sex in a military setting, not only do they claim to believe that it's true, now the military must also accept that it's true as well and act accordingly. Accordingly, and the icing on the cake, the piece de resistance, the fat chick in the threesome. Now, it's going to be used as recruitment material. Yeah, because nothing says, hey there, fellow, want to sign up to go be the bravest and, you know, do the most important job we have available in our country, quite like a telltale bulge of a penis pitching a tent under a dress during a heartfelt speech on defending our freedoms abroad. Now, maybe we should just quit while we're ahead. You know, call up Vladimir Putin, call President, President Xi, let them know we surrender. Uh, maybe it won't be, you know, too bad living in the Gulag Archipelago. At the very least, they'll probably have a men's and women's separate hole in the ground to poop in. None of the children will be on hormone blockers or food by, you know, and by God, the soldiers torturing the hell out of us won't be wearing a damn dress. Look at this stuff. Ah, uh, this is the guy right here. That, that's a guy. See? And he's running a recruitment video for the Navy. Dressed like a woman. That's what they want. Where did, what happened to Don't Ask, Don't Tell? <laughs> what happened to that? I mean, I understand. There's always been that element going on. And I know there'll be people who pull up, you know, from the night from the 1940s, World War II, they'll pick up, pull up, pick up some images of, you know, American GIs dressed like women. But that was a gag. They were they were blowing off steam, you know, having a little fun with the boys, giggling, kicking it up, making jokes. They didn't actually believe they were women. They weren't even trying to parade around like they, I, I don't I don't know what this is all about. I really don't. But again, it doesn't matter. I tell you what, let's do. I tell you what, let's do. I got a solution. Let's just do an AI military. Let's just do that. What if we just had AI militaries and AI wars? Nobody actually got hurt. But the outcome, you know, whatever, you know, if, if their AI army beat our AI army, and you know what? They can, they can butt diddle each other all they want in the AI armies. You know, but whoever wins... You know, there's, there's whatever. There's war reparations that have to be made by the loser. I can't wait to see this. Are you telling me there's more? But wait, there's more. Oh, 
U.S. I'm just going to read it. U.S. announces another $300 million in security assistance to Ukraine, including weapons, vehicles, and other equipment. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, that money laundering stuff is good, bro. Um, this is why I don't want. To, this is why I don't want to pay taxes. I mean, I listen. I tweeted. I tweeted. I think it was yesterday. Do you realize that the Biden administration has now sent a $500 million grant? No, no, I'm sorry, $500,000 grant for, for transgender students in Pakistan to learn English. Yeah, for the teachers, $500,000 grant for teachers to st teach English to transgender Pakistani students. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but Pakistan is 96.4% Muslim. There's no transgenders in Pakistan. They throw them off the roof. Those are honor killings. They kill them, all right? If you are transgender, you hide that shit more effectively than tucking your wiener between your legs, okay? Don't get all silence of the lambs with me. I'm just telling you, they're not there. So if sending $500,000 to Pakistan for Muslims, for teachers to teach English to transgender kids... um. If that ain't money laundering, I don't know what it is. And again, that's only five hundred thousand. I mean, this thing—they—they running a bigger—they're running a bigger washateria than, uh, you know. Uh, this, this is Breaking Bad. I mean, I'm telling you, this this is crazy, man. But no, that's that just that's just in. Um, I, I don't want to pay taxes on that. I don't want to pay those taxes. Uh, I mean, we're in debt. We don't know how to, you know. I mean, Joe Biden comes on and talks about how we're, you know, the uh, extreme MAGA Republicans want us to, to, to default on our debt. I mean, how dare this government deign to give me a credit score? I mean, my Lord, you can't pay your bills. You're sending another 300 mil in weapons and, and vehicles to, to Vladi over there in, in Kiev, Kiev. And you're going to give me a credit score and tell me I can't buy a house? <laughs> it's amazing. This is the world. I'm telling you, dude, they're twisting the matrix. I, I go back to that thing the other day when when uh, the uh, the the Knicks and the Heat were playing, and they show that picture of the of the Statue of Liberty, and there's the twin towers. It's a glitch in the matrix. Because people kept saying, "Why does that matter? We're just using old stock footage." <laughs> it matters because they're supposedly showing a live live scene. Mm hmm. Speaking of AI-generated, there's a beer commercial. You got it? Play that thing. Check it out. Look at this. These people aren't real. You, you can't... Yeah. AI still can't get the hands right, huh? Yeah. Is that supposed to be like a Bud Light? Well, you can't get that many actors. You can't get that many people to a Bud Light party. So it's kind of an off Bud Light brand. It's kind of funny. There they go. And then they all blew up. That's weird. That looks like my AI war right there. Say that's your AI general right there. With that's what I'm talking about. Uncanny Valley face. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> I will tell you this, though. And especially after I saw the garbage at the Met Gala the other night, that thing. Uh, actors, you know, the screen screen. The, the writers are on strike. 
So all of the late night shows, with the exception of Gutfeld, are gone. And so people kept saying, oh, Chad, you're, you're going to be out of writers. Who? <laughs> We're not funny. We don't have writers. So um, yeah, I wish we had some writers. But, you know, I'm like, uh, they're not going to need any of those people anymore. They'll have AI. They'll, they don't even need actors for movies. So all these, all these uh, elitists out there, they're done. It's just a matter of time. They're done. Why in the hell would they need to pay, you know, $20 million a film to these yahoos? Oh, God, there's more. There's more, I tell you. Come on. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter point Wednesday. That's today. The 10th rate hike since the central bank started its battle against inflation last March. Um... Yep. <laughs> Buy the dip, folks. Buy the dip. Listen, I'm telling you. I, I mean, I literally said at the beginning of the show, I'm ready to die. And you're just telling me. You're just telling me. You're like putting nails in the coffin here. Okay. I'm tired of it. All right, guys. Everybody deals with pain from time to time. One of those few guarantees that you have in life, along with death and taxes and apparently higher interest rates. Now, when it happens, uh, you can sustain it, deal with it, you move forward. But sometimes there's no moving forward because sometimes it just comes back day after day, month after month until it fills your world and steals the joy you have uh, and you just can't enjoy life anymore. So if you're one of the people that experiences this kind of pain, <coughs> you know how awful it can be. Now, the good news is it doesn't have to be that way. Relief factor is a great way to reduce pain, which is mostly caused by inflammation in the joints. And when you take it as directed, it could absolutely change your life. It's not a drug, uh, but it is developed by doctors and it reduces inflammation in your body. 70% of the people who try it keep taking it. Uh, they keep on ordering it because to them it works. And uh, to me, it works. And so I think it'll work for you as well. So if you're living with pain, try the three-week quick start. It's only $19.95. It's a trial pack. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Or call them up, 800, the number four, relief. We'll be right back. Yeah, it, listen, it's tough in this day and age with the world we're living in to be in the entertainment industry. It really is. I mean, uh, obviously, we're going to be replaced with AI and all of that stuff. You know, I've got a show Saturday night, DeKalb, Texas. Then I'm going to Kansas for a couple of shows. Then we're going to be in the area. We're going to be uh, in Godly, Texas, back at Del Norte Tacos. Last time we were there, I don't know, we had six, 700 people there. Get tickets now, chadpratherlive.com. My buddy... Uh, Stacy McNabb, he's doing a next. Show. He's doing a show the following night on Sunday the twenty first with just me and the Ragamuffins out at his property. Just come, there's just room for like seventy people, and there's a few, few tickets left for that. It's gonna be cool, but a ton of stuff's coming up. It's gonna be fun. Now we're doing this new movie um, reopening on Thursday night. Um, me and some special guests, some some of the cast and the filmmakers are gonna be doing a live stream on Blaze's YouTube. Um, before the movie release, you can only get it on Blaze, uh, so you got to be a subscriber there to see it. I watched it the other night; hilarious, the nuances of it. And these are—it's made by—they're not right-wing conservative guys. These are Hollywood people, and you know, Blaze—they worked a deal for Blaze to be the distributor. And let me just tell you something interesting, guys: uh, they're catching hell for it. They're oh yeah, they're catching hell for it. Now they probably not want me saying all that, but I think it's important to say this because. Because it's interesting, and, and, I, and I'm sitting there yesterday, I was talking to some folks, and I said, you know, they're finding out what we've had to put up with. 
because they're not conservative people necessarily, but the blaze and its reputation of being a conservative network as an independent broadcaster, these filmmakers uh, and actors, they're catching some hell for it because, uh, because people are pushing back on them. And I hope they don't get the whole cancel culture thing. But uh, this is one of those deals where it's like they're feeling they're feeling it a little bit. Chad, you know what it goes back to is when the, with Tim Dillon and those two kids, how they talked about how they did one tweet where they pushed back a little, yeah, and they got murdered. They for got it. murdered. Yeah, they, they eat got their murdered. own. Because again, the party that's always claimed to be tolerant is not tolerant at all. Uh, the free speech party—they're not free speech at all. They're the ones calling for the censorship. They're the ones wanting to shut you down. Say, oh, you guys won't drink Bud Light. That's our prerogative. We don't, we don't want to drink Bud Light. We're making a statement with that. Um, and it's a personal choice. It's not a cancel. You can still go buy Bud Light. You can still cancel it. Um, you know, it, go get it. But um, again, they're trying, to, they're trying to silence people. So I say all that to say I hope that our Blaze family will really show up, watch that movie, enjoy that movie, share it with your friends. It's a funny movie. It really pokes fun at the hilarity of, of a tragedy, right, of what we went through in, in many ways, just the, the crazy confusion that was dealing with the pandemic. So anyway, reopenings is going to be on Thursday, and I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to uh, doing the live stream to introduce it and have a good time with it. And uh, so, yeah, I'm in studio all this week, man. It's the first, I think it's the first time I've ever done every day, which was taping of that day, at least in the last few years. I used to do it all the time, but now we pre-tape. I haven't pre-taped a thing this week. So it's, I'm thinking about joining the Navy, though. I'm thinking about just clipping, just clipping my wings and really joining the Navy. You going to come dressed in drag? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they've got a girl's uniform. You think they'll put like a wi- a weave or a wig as part of the <laughs> uniform going forward? You never know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, um, I, my, you know, my age, nothing works down there anyway, so it's not doing any good. What's the point, man? What's the point, Chris? Come on, Brandon. There's nothing happening down there. Let's think of the opportunities, man. The things I could do with a chubby, hairy woman. Ah, yeah. Ah, speaking of COVID, you did the tough thing during COVID. You paid your people. You pulled your business through the pandemic. Now, the tough thing you did could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at covidtaxrelief.org. Now, government funds are available to reward companies with two or more employees who stayed open during COVID. Now, this is not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the CPAs and tax experts at covidtaxrelief.org. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work and share a percentage of the cash that they get you. Pretty good deal. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took out PPP loans, even if you had an increase in sales. Now, you did the tough thing for your employees during COVID. Let COVIDTaxRelief.org help you get up to $26,000 per employee. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org. Remember, one more time, COVIDTaxRelief.org. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Listen, uh, the uh, I Drink Real Beer shirt that I'm wearing right here. Uh, this is the last couple days you can get this shirt. It was a limited run uh, uh, partnership between me and Nine Line Apparel. So go over to Nine Line and uh, check out what they got. 76forever.com. That's my site. Go check it out as well. Do a little shopping over there. We got some cool things coming as well as the e-bike giveaway. And don't forget, guys, subscribe. BlazeTV.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and say. Or you can use the reopenings promo code and remind everybody that, uh, hey, you want to support comedy and uh, what we're doing at this big effort going on here at The Blaze. There's going to be some cool content coming out in the days ahead, working on a lot of different projects with sketch comedy and more and more programming that's coming along. And uh, we're quite literally putting our energy, our time and our money where our mouth is. And so I think you're going to enjoy that stuff. Uh, Smile, people. Listen, you're ready to die you're ready to go it's all good man and i'm and i'm happy that you've made that choice to uh to be okay with it all right the fight is real folks and we're in it with you know that and uh, we appreciate your support we love you god bless you and we will see you tomorrow Bye.